love you, Jesus. We worship you. We honor you here. Jesus, Jesus. You are the King. King of Kings. Jesus. You are the Lord. Lord of Lords. Jesus. You are everything. All that we need. We find in you. You're the Prince of Life. You're the Prince of Peace. Everything we need. Jesus, you are. We worship you. Our Lord. Our Savior. Our King. Jesus. We lift you up. We lift our voices. We lift our hands. And we proclaim. As one voice. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. There's none like you, Jesus. You are good. And your mercy endures forever. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your presence here. We welcome you. We ask you to have your way. Your perfect will in this place. Thank you that you're moving by your spirit. Touching hearts. Changing lives. Father, we thank you. We look to you. And we wait upon you. We thank you for your voice. We know your voice. The voice of the good shepherd. And the voice of a stranger will not follow. Christ alone. We follow you, Jesus. We follow you. Well, Father, we commit this time to you. This is all for you. Every song. It's for you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seats. God bless you. Are you blessed? We thank God for his presence. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen.
He's alive and well. And he's at work. More and more you can recognize what he's doing. God is always up to something good. And he wants each of you to be right in the middle of what he is doing. None of us should miss what God is doing. But it means that we have to seek Him. And seeking Him and seek Him is a good idea. Amen. Amen. Well, the Lord is here. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So be free. We're, we're free to worship God. And as we hear truth, Jesus said the truth will make you free. So more, more free Freedom will come to us. And the more free you become, the more powerful you can be. God just wants you to be completely free. No bondage. No heaviness. No worry, doubt, or fear. Free from all of those things. Those are the things that weigh us down and hinder us so that we can't become what God's called us to be. He's called you to be free. He, he invites us into freedom. Amen. Amen. And it's just good to be free. We're going to take a few weeks as we've started July and we're going to talk about having a personal Christ encounter. So that'll be our focus for a little while. And, uh, but again, I just want to welcome everyone. I'm sure glad you're all here. I believe you're in the right place. God has something good for you today. So we're going to look at a few scriptures to begin. And then we're going to take a moment, we're going to pray. I've got a few things in my heart to pray about with you. But first of all, 2 Corinthians 5.17. If you don't know it, you ought to know it. it it's one of those verses that I found when I was a new believer. And I 
मेरो व्याख्या सिद्ध रूपमा A new, I became a new person. अनि मो पनि उचा नया व्यक्ति बने. Old things passed away. अनि पुरानो कुरारु बितेर गयो. And all things became new. अनि सबै कुरारु नया भयो. And this is really what it means to be born again. अनि नया गरेर जन्मिनु को अर्थ यही नै हो. Jesus said you must be born again. अनि येशुले भन्नु भयो तिमी नया गरेर जन्मन जरुरी छ. You're born again when you become new. अनि तपाई नया जन्मिनु हुन्छ जब तपाई नया बन्नु हुन्छ. We go from Death to life. We come out of darkness into light. And, and that experience is personal. You have to be born again personally. And it can only happen through a personal encounter with Jesus. You become new. A brand new you. It happens when we encounter Christ personally. Through a personal encounter someone can be born again. Your spirit comes alive. And then through following encounters with Jesus अनि त्यहाँदेखि चाहिँ येशूसँग लगातार त्यो आमना सामना गरिरहेर he continually renews you अनि उहाँले चाहिँ लगातार रूपमा तपाईलाई नयाँ बनाउनु हुन्छ and so your whole life can be like this अनि तपाईको सारा जीवन पनि यस्तै हुन सक्छ one encounter after another अनि एउटा एन्काउन्टर पछि अर्को एन्काउन्टर where jesus just keeps on touching our lives. He keeps on impacting our hearts. And every time he he does his work in your life. You'll be changed. You'll become more and more like Jesus. I want to Take a look look at one particular individual. अनि एउटा व्यक्तिगत मान्छेलाई म हेर्न चाहन्छु. We'll see his story in the Bible. अनि बाइबलमा उहाँको कथा लामी हेर्ने छौ. And and here was a person who came face to face with Jesus. अनि यहाँ चाहिँ एउटा यस्तो व्यक्ति थियो जो येशूसँग चाहिँ आमना सामना गर्यो या नजिक आयो. And because of that his life was transformed. अनि त्यसको कारणले उसको जीवन बदलेर गयो. So there's there's a long list of people like that. अनि त्यस्तो मान्छेहरुको लामो सूची छ. People who have had an encounter with 
Jesus. And if you've had an encounter, then you're on that list. History has a long list. Most of the people in this room we can tell you Jesus changed my life and the list is growing all the time so you're there too if you've had a personal encounter if Jesus has touched you you know it and I believe that's why you're here today we're going to look at a character named Zacchaeus. His story is found in Luke chapter 19. Verses 1 through 10. Today we'll look at the few, uh, the first few verses of his story. So we'll start in Luke chapter 19 verse 1 but before we begin let's thank God for his word bring your Bibles everybody got a Bible if you need a Bible we'll get you a Bible and uh, you can use your phone if you got a Bible on there but let's thank God for his word We'll also take a moment just to pray for our city, our state, our nation. And for West Bengal, Gorkaland. Pray over the situation there. And also, I just felt we needed to pray for Priyanka. Most of you know Priyanka. She's been a big part of the church for many years but she's out working so I just had in my heart to pray for her today too so let's thank God for his word and take a moment just to pray Father we're so thankful your word is true your worth brings freedom it is alive and full of power. So we have great expectations that through your word our lives will be changed in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless our nation. We bless Sikkim. We pray for Gangtok. This village, Samdur. We thank you that your perfect will is being done here. We speak peace to the situation in West Bengal. And Father, we pray for a speedy resolution to the situation. We speak peace in the name of Jesus. All over these hills. All, all over Darjeeling. 
around the world. He makes his way across the nations. Anywhere there's people, you'll find Jesus going to that place. And wherever he goes, the blessings just flow. Knowing that Christ is here with us now. It, it sets us up to encounter him. Now, if Jesus wasn't here, then no one would have a story about Jesus. If Jesus wasn't busy touching lives, then the churches would be empty. Why would we gather? Well, it's because he is here. And people are experiencing him continuously. He's here. He's here now. He's here just like he was there. And he's making his way from place to place. From home to home. And Amen. Amen. And because he's here, anyone can encounter him. Do you know there's nobody in gang talk who is like exempt from this? If they live here, and Jesus is here, then they can experience Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Whenever they come in, whenever a person comes in contact with Jesus, their life will be changed. You know that. If that's happened to you, you know it. And so Jesus entered this town. And what makes a town a town? Or a city a city? What makes any place? The people there. That's the Lord's interest. That's why he's here. Because people are here. And anywhere there's people, you're going to find God doing something in that place. And in every town, you've got different individuals. Right? All kinds of different people. You know, different jobs. Different levels of society. You know, we've got a nice little mixture right here. Got some young, got some older. Right? Some more hair, some less hair. We've got a nice mixture. Amen. Amen. And so in this story, you, you've got a certain individual. He was also in Jericho. He happened to be there when Jesus was moving through. He's the man in our story that we'll focus on. Whose name is Zacchaeus. Verse 2. Verse 2 says, he was, he was there, a man named Zacchaeus was there. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. So he's there. We know Jesus is there. He's there. And do you know if he had been the only one there? That would have been enough for Jesus. Even one is enough for Jesus. He'll, he'll go to a different town, different village, different nation just for one. That's the kind of God we serve. He is love. And he loves everyone. So he's a tax collector. That's his job. And having that kind of job meant that he had a lot of enemies. He was despised in the community. Because he was a Jewish man working for the Roman government collecting taxes from his people for the other government. He, he was very much looked down upon. He 
People thought of him as a thief, a robber, a cheater. And it says that he's rich. So that might mean more people dislike him too. You know, he's got money and so they've got all their thinking about that too. All kinds of judgments. All kinds of suspicions. Where'd you get the money, Zacchaeus? See you wearing some new shoes. Who'd you cheat this time? See all kinds of judgment, all kinds of suspicion. But the truth is, he's a man like any other man. No matter how, no matter how rich he is, he needs what everybody else needs. We're all the same. We all come from the same Creator. And we all desperately need Him. So even with his wealth, you're going to see him chasing after Jesus. So we know there's all kinds of people. There's, there's rich people. There's poor people. There's all kinds of jobs. You know, all different stuff happening in people's lives. And God just wants to touch everyone. Everybody. Rich, poor, middle class. God doesn't care about any of that stuff. He, he wants to touch everyone. You work for the government, doesn't matter. And you sweep the streets, doesn't matter. God just wants to touch everyone. Wherever people are, you can expect Jesus to show up. Amen. Amen. And as a church, we have the same heart as Jesus. We want to reach everyone. That's the heart of God. That has to be our heart too. We want to reach the children. The students, the youth, mothers and fathers, families, all different kinds of people. We, we, we want to reach everybody. Now let's look at verse 3. It says, he tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. I know nobody around here would have that kind of problem. <laughs> but notice his desire to see Jesus. He's a rich guy. 
Wherever there's a hungry heart, you can expect God to meet that person. So as much as Zacchaeus is seeking Jesus, he doesn't know it. But even more, Jesus is seeking Zacchaeus. In Zacchaeus, we can see all of us. In him, you can see you. You can find yourself in Zacchaeus. You know, the last part of his name is us. If you 
If you're going to emphasize the fact that somebody is short, they and must be really short. And uh, so we might call that like a natural limitation. I mean, you know, there are certain limitations if you can't reach. Now, I kind of like being taller than my wife. I certainly wouldn't want to be shorter than her. <laughs> but see, from time to time, she needs my help. Well, let me get that for you. Let me open that for you. It makes me feel useful. <laughs> so this was a short guy. Kind of naturally limited in some way. But he wasn't going to allow any natural limitation to hold him back. And all of us have certain natural limitations in our lives too. And those things could keep us back from encountering Jesus if, if we allow it. But he was going to find a way 
way to see Jesus. He was not going to make any excuse. You know, he's surrounded by this crowd. And, and he just can't see anything. He's a short guy. And so what's a man to do? God, why'd you make me so short? This is useless. I'm going home. See, your natural limitations can keep you far from God. You can make all the excuses because of some natural thing. Don't disqualify yourself with that kind of attitude. Well, I'm not this. I'm not good enough. I'm not like them. I don't have that. <coughs> we disqualify ourselves because of some unimportant issue. I can't. Or anything else. Zacchaeus was a man who would not take no for an answer. He was going to meet Jesus. I hear all the time, my husband won't let me. Or my parents won't let me. Listen, you better make a decision. God, well, he wants to work in your life. Don't, you don't need to wait for your husband to give you permission. God will use you to bless your husband. He will use you to bless your parents. But if you're waiting for the natural situation to become perfect, you will never see Jesus. You will wait your whole life and you will miss what life was supposed to be all about. If you make up your mind like this man did, then you will have a personal encounter with Christ. We'll read one more verse today. Verse 4. This is what Zacchaeus did. He ran ahead, climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. I think I can tell you why he was rich. He was a good problem solver. You know, he must have been able to figure some things out. And when you can solve problems, you can be blessed. 
So he had a problem. I'm a short guy. I can't see Jesus. What's a man to do? Man, so he takes off running. He runs ahead. Quick thinker. Boom! There's a tree. That tree is taller than anybody. Up the tree with me. That's what he does. No big deal, I'm short, so what? I can still see Jesus. You know, whatever it is in our life, doesn't matter. We can still see Jesus. He found a way. He climbed up a tree. He's a grown man. He's not a kid. I mean, if you know Mahindra jumps up the tree, it's You know, but does the same thing. You know, but he didn't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm gonna see Jesus. So here's a grown man climbing a tree. And you know, people must have thought he was crazy. Hey, Zacchaeus. What are you doing in a tree? What was he doing in a tree? He was getting in position. He was positioning himself where he could see Jesus. He could have his own encounter with Jesus. Listen. Jesus is passing by. He's always moving. He's moving through Sikkim. He's moving through the nations. And you will either see him or you won't. You could miss altogether what he's doing. Or you could get in position so that you could see Jesus too. Zacchaeus knew that Jesus was going to pass that way. And so he positioned himself so that he wouldn't miss Jesus. And you can do the same thing in your life. You can position yourself. How do you do it? First of all, don't make any excuses. Make no excuse. And don't wait. Okay, it's never going to be the most opportune time. But the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. No, today. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed to anybody. You need Jesus today. You might never get to tomorrow. Every man must decide. Every woman must decide. 
yourself. Don't make any excuses. And, and don't wait. And that's really all it takes. If you'll make a decision and respond to the desire in your own heart, every one of you has that desire. You want to see Jesus. Just be honest with yourself. And then don't make any excuse about it. And then all we have to do is run outside and climb a tree. Just joking. Just joking. None of you have to climb a tree. You can have your own personal encounter with Jesus. When Jesus reaches Zacchaeus, we'll, we'll, we'll get there next week. Jesus has to look up. Well, that's all you have to do is look up. If you'll just look up, lift your eyes to heaven. That's where Jesus is. Now he's there and he's here at the same time. That's because he is omnipresent. His spirit is here. If you'll lift your eyes and open your heart, you can receive Jesus and your life will be changed. I had a few more scriptures but we'll have to save those for next week. You need your own Christ encounter. Consider this. I just will conclude with this. <coughs> when Christ comes to town, nothing else matters. That day, in Jericho, when Jesus came to town, nothing else mattered. Close the shop, get some clothes on, get out there. Because Jesus is in town. Nothing else matters. Jesus is there. And that's all that matters. The only thing that really matters in your life is that you would have an encounter with Jesus too. That must become your driving passion. Yes, you have work to do. Yes, you have a family to take care of. And no, we don't neglect those things. Okay, but if you encounter Jesus, He doesn't take you away from the important tasks in your life. But He makes you a better person. You don't stop being a parent, you become a better parent. You don't stop 
working. You become a better worker. So when we say Jesus is everything, it doesn't mean that you forget about everything else. But he makes you better at everything too. To encounter him, he needs to be your priority. Seeing him should be something that you would do anything for. Take off running. Climb a tree. Whatever it takes. Amen. Amen. Your desire for Jesus. It's it's seen by the extent you would go to see him. How far would you go? If it meant you could see Jesus. What would you be willing to change in your life? If it meant more of Jesus. That is what defines your desire for him. How far would you go just to catch a glimpse of him? And the biggest excuse that keeps people from their own Christ encounter I'm too busy. Too busy. I've got school work. Exam time. I've noticed it's always exam time in India. I'm just too busy for Jesus. You know, we've got this responsibility, that responsibility. Too busy. Think about what you're saying. You're too too busy for the one that gave you a life? You're breathing his breath. And you're too busy? You would not have a life without Jesus. He gave you everything. He is the God man who created man. How could you possibly be too busy for Jesus? So, let me encourage you to throw that excuse away and don't let anything keep you from Jesus. Stand with me. We're going to close in worship. Just take a few more minutes to focus our attention on the Lord. And if you're here, if there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus, why don't you open your heart now? Why don't you ask the Lord to come into your life. If you'll ask the Lord to reveal himself to you, he will do it. 
Jesus loves you. So let's open our hearts. And while we're worshiping, if you need prayer for anything at all, please come to the front and we'll pray with you.